Hello, loyal and faithful podcaster. And first of all, an apology. An apology for the fact that you're probably going to get a little bit of a shorter podcast tonight. That's not because we've taken anything out of the show. We haven't. All that we've missed tonight is Bush. He's off ill. Man flu's taken him. So say your prayers as you go to bed tonight uh, for the big man. Hopefully he will return. Well, he will return at some point. Don't think man flu's that bad. Uh, But that is why things are a little bit shorter on the podcast tonight. Quite simply, I can't talk as much as two people. But enjoy what I did try and get away with. Home time with Bush and Richie. It's the show that purports to deport import, but in fact is a paroxysm of mishap. Absolute radio. It's just Richie Bush off ill. It's Absolute Radio. Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, Halloween, trick-or-treating, all sorts going on, and man flu has taken Bush. Our sympathies are with him. Uh, he was in his big coat after we invoked the protocol earlier this week. He was actually in his coat for the whole show yesterday. You could tell he was coming down with something. He was popping fishermen's friends every 30 minutes. He was fighting it, but he has lost. And sometimes in life... You just have to give in. You have to surrender. Tell me what you have given into most recently. What have you been up against? You thought, oh, no, do you you know what? I just don't have the fight in me anymore. Go on, then. Take me. I'll tell you what. I'll start you off. Guess who is now having oat milk in his coffee at breakfast? Yeah, even me. I've had to surrender as well. So what have you given into? Time with Bush and Richie. On the rare occasions they're allowed to speak... They really make it worth listening to. Absolute radio. Very cruel tweet here has suggested it's only been since the big coat protocol was initiated this week that he's come down with his illness. Coincidence, they say. I don't think you can get ill from being too warm. So I'm going to dismiss that straight away. That's very unfair. Uh, But I was asking you, what have you had to give in to? Simon says, uh, my wife said we were going to Ikea. I was adamant that we weren't. Guess who's at Ikea right now? That's right, Simon. Uh, And Mark says, ten days without crisps after a five-pack-a-day habit. Well done, Mark. Apart from the fact he then says, Space Raiders got me today. Thoughts are with you. Keep them coming. Home time with Bush and Richie. Pay attention. This is going to be good. Absolute radio. Uh, We just had a tweet from a bloke called Mark who says, I called this yesterday. He was going on about it. Can I get a home time tea towel now? Have you no heart? There's an ill man somewhere and you're trying to get a home time tea towel. Although I respect the effort. Uh, We'll see what we can do, Mark. Uh, Tell us what you have given into. The man was fighting it yesterday. He's he's not won his battle. Uh, What have you had to uh, give into? Sarah says it is Halloween today. The peer pressure and the neighbours are made me do it I've never done it before I'm off to beg round the houses and knock on people's houses that I will never speak to again until a year (laughs) a year's time Uh, good work Uh, Goose says I stopped drinking when I got back from holiday in mid-August I planned to go to Christmas but when Brighton beat Everton last Saturday I gave in and got home at one in the morning good work Goose uh, and my partner says I've, I've had to give in with uh, well Lisa says my partner I've given into his obsession for golf he hasn't played for 20 years I'm calling it the 15 year itch keep him coming home time with Bush and Richie yes we understand string theory that's the kind of show this is 
Absolute Radio. Ian says, I've given up alcohol for the month of October as part of Stoptober and I feel better for it. He says, hashtag hangover free and lost half a stone. Good work, Ian. Uh, for the good work that you've done, uh, Siobhan goes the other way. I've given, given into the whispers coming from the chocolate biscuit in. Uh, biscuit in. That's something that I'm very familiar with, so don't worry about that. Uh, Scotty says, I've given into a tyre with a slow puncture. Keep pumping it up and the more I I reinflate it, the quicker it deflates. The less I reinflate it, the slower it deflates. Garage can't find a puncture in it. I've given in. Had to buy a new one. It's a wily old tyre. And Nick, finally for now, says The Apprentice. I finally cracked last night and watched an episode after swearing. Never again after the last series. They're a special lot this year, he says. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find the phone you truly love and lower your monthly bill with club card vouchers. Now worth double. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, ben says the Great British Fish and Chips truck showed up outside the office today. I had to go there for lunch. Ben, every single person understands you with that one. Uh, Ian says, I was adamant that we were not redecorating the living room and extension uh, before Chris. There's a photo attached to that tweet uh, of a recently plastered room, so he's had to give in to that one. Uh, Mel's hanging on. What have you given in to, Mel? Well, basically, I've woke up Monday morning in agony with a really bad back, and I've trojed through it all week. I've gone to work every day. I'm an operations manager for a container company, so up and down the yard, kept it going. Women don't do 60. <laughs> There's a little dig to bush. Yeah, exactly. Today I've had to give in. So I'm on my way to the osteopath because I've got a couple of days of stop taking. So I've got to be there with a the ledge, you know. Mel, <laughs> you're a trooper. You're a trooper. Nothing like a bad back. They're awful. They are. They certainly are. Well, there you go. <laughs> Home time tea towel. Wrap, uh, wrap like a, a hot water bottle in it or something or other. I'll send you one. Thank you very much. That's amazing. They're multi-purpose. <laughs> they certainly are. <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie. Representing a new breakthrough in broadcasting techniques. Absolute radio. Happy Halloween. I want to know... I want to know what is the greatest trick you have played. If you are trick-or-treating tonight. Now, these don't need to be specific tricks that you have played on the 31st of October because the one that I'm proud of that I want to share with you was not played today. It was actually a few days ago. I managed to convince my wife uh, that Bongella, you know, you'd put it on like an ulcer in the mouth or a cold sore or babies if they're teething, that kind of thing. Bongella... I convinced her it was Spanish and that the correct pronunciation was Bonhea. <laughs> it's fair to say she got laughed out of the chemist. <laughs> it's one I'm proud of. It might not be my greatest ever, but it's my most recent and it tickles me. So, on this night of trick-or-treating and this wonderful Adams Family music, I've no idea where we found it, what is the greatest trick you have ever played? Nina says, I told my sister the instructions were on the inside of the OXO silver wrapper. Never seen someone open a stock cube so carefully. I like that. And Tom in Woolwich says, I work on the boats on the Thames in London. What other Thames? Uh, we convinced our new apprentice that every night we have to lower the British merchant shipping flag that we fly and sing God Save the Queen. Poor lad did it every night for three weeks until he worked in another crew, told him it was nonsense. Home time with Bush. And Richie. A heady mix of whimsy and neuroscience. Absolute radio. 
quite what tricks are being served up at the Bush household tonight. If you go and knock on an ill man's door, I dread to think. Tell us where yours were, 8, 12, 15 to text. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Stephen said that life peaked for him uh, when he mixed the salt and sugar and his mum put sugar in her dinner. Clip round the ear for that one, he says. Times have changed, Stephen. Sure, I see them do that as a, as a trick on Downton Abbey. That's kind of the level of trick you were playing there, Stephen. Home time with Bush and Richie. Getting bogged down in the technicalities. Absolute radio. Wayne's got in touch. Says, Richie, I can remember the time when the lottery first started. Me and the best man at my sister's wedding asked the DJ to read out his numbers. Love him. He thought he'd won the lottery and was happy as a cat in a fishmonger's. Until I had to break the news, it was a wind-up. <laughs> thought my father was going to kill me. I can't quite work out whose numbers they were there, but I love the idea of it, Wayne. And at a wedding, it's always good to have a little bit of a disagreement, isn't it? Mick hanging on. Mick, what did you do? Uh, well, it was a few years ago with a guy that I used to work with him. He was always giving banter in the office and that type of thing. <laughs> and he just bought a new car. Right. And uh, So we thought we'd t- teach him a lesson, so we put his... Um, new car up for sale in uh, the local newspaper <laughs> and um, he came into work one day and he said my phone was not stopped ringing from like five o'clock in the morning and he said people people asking me about my car and, and we were like you're joking <laughs> and uh, like, he, went, he went on for like three or four days and uh, he, he nearly changed the number but uh, he found out what happened in the end I think Mick how, how many days could you guys keep it as workmates until you had to let him know that it was um, it was you lot who did it it was two or three days I, th- I think he kind of knew when people were laughing behind his back and that kind of thing and uh, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think somebody told him in the end but uh, it was happy, happy days laugh. Home Time with Bush and Richie more of the kind of things you tuned in for are just minutes away Absolute Radio. Thursday's home time. Bush and Richie. No Bush today. He's ill, which means he's at home and he's missing his favourite competition in the world. All this week, we're giving you the chance to win up to £1,000 and a new Samsung S-Ton handset, all thanks to Tesco Mobile. We've brought back family phone tunes. The lawyers gave it the sign-off despite Bush's protests. (laughs) Uh, This evening, playing is Jamie. How are you, Jamie? All right, uh, Richie. How are you keeping me? Yeah, I'm very good. Where are you? How's life with you? I'm in uh, in North Wales uh, trying to fix me caravan. It's uh, soaking wet. You've got a soaking wet caravan? Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to cover it. Okay, cool. Uh, What, window leaking or something? Hey, Richie, it's not cool, it's wet. Well, no, no, obviously, yeah, and and getting wetter. Well, (laughs) look, hopefully life's going to pick up within the next three minutes dramatically, Jamie. That's all I'd say. Oh, I hope so, uh, Richie, I hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, Right, before we play, let me take you through the rules. I've surveyed 100 people and I've asked some questions about their love affair uh, with their phones. Uh, I'll give you one of those questions I've asked them. You've got to identify the top five answers. For each correct answer, uh, we're going to give you £200 and you'll hear this noise. If you get the top answer, you win a brand new mobile phone handset and you'll hear that noise. Sounds good to me. Yes, it does. But unfortunately, if you give me an incorrect answer, you'll hear this noise. Three of those and then the game is over. All right, do you understand the rules? 
Yeah, I do, Richie, yeah. Right, yeah, let's no play problem. Family Phone Tunes. OK, Jamie. Yeah? I have asked the people of Great Britain this question. Loads of people use their phones to play games, but what was your favourite board game growing up? OK, so that's the question I've asked them. We're looking for the top five answers. Jamie, take it away. Monopoly. You're saying Monopoly. Yeah. Monopoly is a correct answer. And it's also the star prize. Come on, yes. <laughs> See? You forget about that leak now, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Four still uh, to go and you've got three lives in play. Chess. Chess? Is that a board game? It may well be, but it's not one of the top five, Jamie. You've still got four to get and two lives. Snakes and ladders, Richie. Please. Snakes and ladders? Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not in the top five again there, Jamie. You've got one more life left and four answers. Ludo. Ludo. Ludo? Ludo? Ludo, I'm afraid, is also an incorrect answer there, Jamie. But your lives are out. But by my maths here, you've got £200 and a brand new Samsung S10 handset. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile. Oh, thank you very much, Richie. I'm happy with that, mate. You should be. Thank You've you. done very, very well there. Well done, Jamie. Right, OK, mate, yeah. For those of you playing yeah. at home, and I'm sure there's many, <laughs> uh, the other answers, aside from Snakes and Ladders and Ludo and all that, uh, Battleships was number five, Operation at four, Trivial Pursuit at three, Scrabble at two, and Monopoly at number one which Jamie got, miraculously. Uh, we are playing Family Phone Tunes. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, who help you get the phone you truly love. Home Time with Bush and Richie. Fact and entertainment in equal measure. Absolute radio. It's a Halloween home time. No Bush today, he's ill. It's just Richie here. Tim has tweeted to say, who is the new DJ? Uh, the contestant that was on earlier keeps calling you Ricky. Look, Tim, he had a flooded caravan. We're going to let him off, OK? He was up against it. Uh, and uh, Roman texts to say, in Bush's absence, I'm going to have to highlight, that is a rip-off of Family Fortunes. As Bush would say, Roman, you are barred. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find the phone you truly love and lower your monthly bill with club card vouchers. Now worth double. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. How have you done with the trick-or-treaters then tonight? The advice you're about to hear may be a little bit too late, but could be good for next year. Uh, Nick is on the phone. Nick, explain to us what you have done tonight. Well, look, Richie, we all love treats. We all love chocolates. Um, the problem being these days, you get your celebrations tubs. There's some great ones. There's a Galaxy. There's a Malteser. There's some utter devil's own satanic filth. The Milky Way. Who needs that? The, um, oh, the oh, Nick, oh, steady on, steady on. <laughs> They're awful things. No. Um, and most of all, I've got to give up my galaxy to some little scrote that's going to come around kicking my door and demanding a delicious chocolate. Right. And if I don't give it to him, he's going to egg me. So I've had a genius <laughs> idea. What have you done? I have thought, I've bought two tubs of celebrations. Mm -hmm. I've poured them all out onto the counter. <laughs> all the good ones have then gone back into one tub. So the Galaxy, <laughs> that's mine. The Malteser, that's Mrs. B's. Mm -hmm. um, the Snickers bar, that's for me. The Twix, that's for me. All the detritus, the Milky Way, 
the Mars bar. <laughs> you know, what, what's the other cruddy one in there? I can't even remember. The Nick, you are, you, you, are, you are labelling rather savagely some, some rather nice chocolates, I have to say. Richie, there is a very fine dividing line on that celebrations top. <laughs> and, and well, look, we, the, we're all going to agree and disagree on which ones you've put in which, but yeah. so the, the stuff that you don't like, that's what's going on the doorstep, and the stuff that, that you do like, is that just staying in the lounge and going nowhere near anyone? That stays in the lounge. That's going nowhere near anyone except me, Mrs B, and the remote control. Even little Harry, our boy, he, you know, he can have a bonus Milky Way or whatever the neighbours give him. But yeah, that, that, that is the family tub. Nick, it's a great idea. Uh, I salute you for it, even if I don't agree on some of your choices. Thank you, Richie. There, um, yeah, we, we shall see. I'll, um, I'll get back to you after a visit to my dentist. Please, <laughs> please do. Home time with Bush and Richie. Giving equal airtime to substantiality and frippery. Absolute radio. Home time, absolute radio. Bush and Richie, just minus Bush today. A bit under the weather, as you know. But appropriately for Halloween, he is with us from beyond the grave as we catch up with Sky Cinema's Alex Zane right now. Uh, well, he's, he's, he's actually not with us beyond the grave uh, because we chatted to Alex uh, after yesterday's show uh, to bring you today. So let's catch up with what happened. It's Halloween, which means you have to watch some scary films. It's the law. So to tell us what to watch, it's our resident movie expert, Sky Cinema's Alex Zane. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Damn the fact it's Halloween, because I was hoping Alex was going to come in and we'd be able to talk about like the Back to the Future <laughs> trilogy, and then I'd be able to chip in with something meaningful. <laughs> you you wowed us with your knowledge of The Bone Collector last time we chatted, Richie. Uh-huh. Don't you do yourself down. <laughs> Don't you do yourself down. <laughs> I learned more about The Bone Collector last time I was here than I've ever known <laughs> possible to know about the bone collector but we're going to be going scary again aren't we well it's Halloween yeah of I course know, we have to we have to so if, if people wanted to absolutely terrify themselves this evening on Sky Alex what would they watch well first of all I think I've brought one for you Richie because this isn't that scary it's Great. good well now, now to clarify uh-huh. I don't fear scary movies okay I just haven't ticked that many of them off right okay okay well this is this is a sort of entry level horror then <laughs> if you will entry <laughs> level horror entry level horror for Richie it's it's um, a brilliant film called Anna and the Apocalypse, and it is described as a musical Christmas zombie comedy horror movie. Okay. To sub that down into something slightly more palatable, it's basically if Shaun of the Dead met High School Musical. See, both of them! Yes! 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 He's arrived. <laughs> he has arrived. Shaun of the Dead, good movie. Yeah. Hot fuzz, good movie. World's End, didn't care for it so much. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay. Weirdly, as we chatted about it before, I haven't seen any of them. Oh, this is, it's all turning it's all this way around. <laughs> anyway, back now, to now, the Apocalypse. I am ostracised. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy High School Musical? I, I did thought the third was the best. Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah that's not how it normally goes. They, they tend to get worse, but <laughs> the third one was the best there. All right, uh, so uh, this is, uh, if you like your zombie movies, this doesn't skimp on the zombie side of things and throws into the mix a lot of basically glee song and dance numbers. And if that sounds a little bit nuts, it is, but it really works. So would this be a kind of, uh, if you were like, say, my my other half, Katie, won't watch scary films, just a flat-out ban on them, which is a nightmare, because I'm always saying, oh, come on, The Shining, you've got to watch The Shining, etc. Would this be a film you could watch with someone who doesn't like scary films, and then they can watch it and it's okay? Yes, I would say so. There's a little bit of gore in here, but you've also got Paul Kay, who famously played Dennis Penis, and more recently was in Game of Thrones, as this very over-the-top evil headmaster. He has a lot of fun in the role, chewing scenery. It's 
this. Imagine if the cast of Glee found themselves in an episode of The Walking Dead and you have this movie. But it has got some really likeable characters in who you can root for. It's good. It's a lot of fun. You've sold it to me. Yeah? He's on board. I'm Happy on board. Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> right, uh, Alex, stay there. On the way next, we're going to be talking about a true Halloween classic. And we're going to be yet again testing your knowledge of scary movies with a slightly weird quiz. Okay. Home time with Bush and Richie. Work in progress. Absolute radio. Thursday's home time. Just Richie today. Bush hopefully back tomorrow. He's been poorly today. But uh, uh, before he truly succumbed to his man flu, uh, we caught up with Alex Zane from Sky Cinema yesterday, ahead of our Halloween film special today and our little quiz. It's a Halloween special. We're looking into some scary movies that you can check out tonight on Sky Cinema uh, with the very lovely Alex Zane. Hello, boys. So let's talk about... (laughs) That was scary. That was scary, (laughs) Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Um, Let's talk about a film I remember watching on an illicit VHS cassette that my friend Ben Morris nicked off of his dad. It was the film I was going to watch with my mate Jason, but then his mum Carol said, no, you're not watching that. Carol's an absolute buzzkill, isn't she, sometimes? <laughs> Bloody Carol. Bloody we Carol were young. Ruining we everything. Were young. The movie is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, so are we once again in, you've not seen this once territory? Once again, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Wow. For the hat trick. Yeah. It's okay. almost like we need to do a, a day. They have this film festival, a scary film festival in South End. Uh, I don't know if it's like a yearly thing, but they do them at the end of the pier and they do a whole day of scary films. Mm. And I feel like we need to take Richie down there <laughs> and just watch the classics. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. You need educating. I do. I do, I'm aware of it. But we could end with The Bone Collector. Yeah. It's like a little pat on the head yeah, at the end. Yeah. So, Nightmare on Elm Street then. Oh, Cover what's... your eyes at the end though, that's the scary <laughs> bit. When he comes into the room. <laughs> <laughs> at the end. Uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the um, Sky Cinema Halloween collection, which is obviously here in time for Halloween. There's some great movies in there. The Omen, It, The Thing, uh, The Shining, Halloween. But I've picked Nightmare on Elm Street because, uh, as far as I was concerned, and uh, Bush, I, 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 I think he probably felt the same. It was one of those movies, because I, like you, watched it on a VHS when I was far too young. And normally as a kid, you could escape... Like the terror of watching a scary movie because you'd go to sleep safe in the knowledge that you'd wake up the following morning and the film would be a fading memory. Yes. The best thing about A Nightmare on Elm Street was, of course, you go to bed and that's when Freddy Krueger gets you. Yes, if you close your eyes and begin to dream, that's when he appears. And that was just an incredible mechanism in a horror movie because you felt like he was going to crawl into your dreams. And the fact that the film was incredibly hard to get hold of, you weren't supposed to watch it and all that kind of stuff, it added to its kind of mystique, I think. Yeah, it certainly did. It's this appealing to you, Richie? Uh, not as much as uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. This <laughs> seems to have less uh, show tunes. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a It doesn't have some well-choreographed dance routines, no. Uh, the question was, what game could we come up with for this week after uh, we tanked with the uh, the screams last week? I, I'm, I'm still fuming about that because I'd argue that scream game was as close to impossible as games come. I'm no mathematician, but you got 33.3 recurring percent right. Is that right? <laughs> yes, it is. That's yeah. about right, okay. So this week, mm. the game, three questions, but it's it's three scary films, but from the antagonist's point of view. Okay. All right, so we will read a synopsis from the antagonist's point of view. <laughs> Can you, Alex Zane, identify the movie? Uh, shall I do them in a West Country accent? Why not? <laughs> Let's just spice it up. It's not fair. I just came out here to write my book in peace. But then the kids started playing up, talking nonsense about a three-time Grand National winning champion racehorse. 
<laughs> I just want to see that movie in the West Country. <laughs> Straight out of Taunton. Uh, it is The Shining. It is indeed. Thank you. Very yeah. good. Do, uh, do the famous line, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy in the accent. I've heard of say that all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Next one. Uh, next one. You think it's nice to be screamed at wherever I go? You think I like my disfigured face? You think I enjoy wearing these tatty old clothes? I can't afford news ones. I can't afford plastic surgery. I ask people for a bit of charity and they run away. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just... It's realistic. Just, it's realistic, isn't it? It's very good. Uh, it is A Nightmare on Elm Street. It is. Super <laughs> 2. Seven of course. Far week. Filmed in Bridgewater. <laughs> Final one. I'm supposed to be terrifying. I'm one of the scariest film characters of all time. And then a little Canadian man comes along and makes a mockery of my name. You are not worthy, not groovy, baby. <laughs> it is, obviously, the great Michael Myers from Halloween. The yes. trick. Thank you. Even the West Country accent couldn't throw him off. West Country horror, what a fantastic genre you've created. That is yet to be mined, Isn't and it? I think we've started something. <laughs> I think we have. You've just lit the blue touch paper. Watch this space, folks. <laughs> Keep an eye out for Richie, Alex and I on Dragon's Den in the not-too-distant future. Uh, Alex Zane, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Alex Zane, who we caught up with yesterday before Bush got the lurgy. If you want to catch all the horror-filled fun, uh, Alex's Sky Cinema Halloween pick, Anna and the Apocalypse, is out on Sky Cinema tomorrow. And the Halloween collection is available on Sky Cinema right this very minute. As for me, I'm leaning a little bit more towards the family-friendly spooky collection instead, uh, which is on Sky Cinema right now. Well, that was it. It's not going to win any awards, but I don't think it disgraced itself. Fingers crossed, with a fair wind, Bush will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone, so they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be for everyone, so stick it up your bum.